G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dorks joining me tonight are the fantastic podcasters, anime fans, but most importantly, they're massive haiku nerds. It's Cheyenne and Shannon from the Nekama No Anime Podcast. How are you guys? Wonderful. Yeah. Man, it is. I'm, I'm really good. I'm so glad we're doing this. I've been a massive fan of your podcast over the last couple of weeks, and I've, uh, been chomping at the bit to get you on Dorktown and uh, talk. Um, basically, I wanted to just get a little bit of a rundown of what, uh, for the dorks, what Nekama No Anime Podcast is, because I've listened to a bunch of it and I, I don't even know what category to fall under. Sometimes I think it's pure, unadulterated smut and I love it. Sometimes I think it's the most yep. analytical anime podcast out there. Sometimes I think it's just 45 minutes of hot takes. Um, what is Nekama yep. No Anime yep. Podcast? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, so it's actually Shannon's idea. So I want her. I want her I'm to like, to. kind of, <laughs> we'll kind of divulge. I guess it literally was. I had never seen anime before, and we worked together. And so she was like, "Well, why don't we try?" Uh, so when she introduced me to anime, and I started to really like it, I already host a Star Wars podcast. Uh, so she was like. Would you would you want to do this? I was yeah. like, of course I would. I had no like podcasting experience at all, so this was like my first ever take on it. Yeah, and it was kind of like a whim. I was like, yeah, yeah it's literally it. just us talking with a mic. Like I know we talked about this uh, before we started recording, but literally, her and I just kind of shoot the shit all the time. Yeah, um, and we were like, well, what if we just put it on the internet? So yeah. that's literally it. I don't think we fall into a category, at least not yet. Not yet. No, I didn't think so. No, I, I, would, I, wouldn't put yeah. you, I wouldn't dare put you two ladies in a box. Good Lord. <laughs> no way. I don't think it would go very well. No. <laughs> no. Um, now, you guys have uh, covered some really fun topics on um, Nekamino Anime. You've talked about some f- fascinating... Uh, podcast. You guys are like really into romance anime, and as someone who hasn't um, put their their toe into that pond yet, I was wondering, do you guys have like a recommendation for like the best entry level romance animator to, to to get into? Well, that's really oh hard. Yeah, that is so hard. I I do. Oh my god. Okay, you go first, Shannon. Okay, I would probably say Watakoi. Um, How's that spelled? That one's Sorry, such a good one. How's it spelled? Yeah. Did you say? Yeah. Um. W O T a K O I. Um yep. it's also called Love is Hard for an Otaku. Um it's so fucking good. Like it's just it's very like real life, especially when you're an adult, it's a lot of fun to watch because it's got more of a like adult take on romance. Mm-hmm. Um as opposed to like that high schooler kind of like falling in love at a young the age. <laughs> yeah. So I enjoy that one. It's also in my top ten anime list of all time. So, yeah. Ooh, big. Yeah, big. I actually would have to agree. That's probably a good one to start with. It's really good. The other ones that I can think of are either really fucking sad, yeah, or like smutty, like you said, which this is who I am as a person. I th- I feel like I would fall down the smut tunnel eventually. Like, if you'd yeah. ask me, if you'd ask me. 12 months ago, if I was to ever get into sports anime, I would have laughed in your face. But the last 12 months have been just an absolute degenerate wormhole of sports anime that has um, taken me to places I never thought it would. Uh, so, yeah, maybe maybe romance anime is my next thing. You, could, you should. Yeah. You should give it a try. It's yeah. definitely worth it. it I think is. I will. I, like, I've been really enjoying it over the last 12 months just exploring like different uh, genres of, of, of anime. Because um, as someone yeah. who just kind of grew up with the, the basic kind of shonen big three and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I never really stretched my wings and like and like went to different genres. If you know what I mean, I just kind of stayed in the same. So yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, no, yeah. I love that. Yeah, you should definitely give it a try. Mm-hmm. And I think I think um, a lot of sports anime are like romance anime light almost. Like there's there's a there's a there's a, there's a lot yes. of boy love in, in, in these current animes, which kind of gets me to my first question because you guys um, speak talk a lot about Haikyuu and I 
I've I've become rather obsessed with Haikyuu. Um, so I was wondering who who's your Haikyuu guy, and I I, I kind of know your answers already because I've listened to you guys a bunch, but I, I want to hear it again. So who's your Haikyuu guy? So I'm building him currently. Like oh, <laughs> actually, literally, Shannon got me. I bought her a Kudo Nendroid for Christmas. Oh my god! And she was so excited that she's currently building him. Yeah, I want to cry. Uh, hers is Kudo, and then mine is Tsukishima. So I guess they're kind of like what one in the set. What's yours? Yeah. Uh, mine is like a, an actual three-way tie. I don't think I've been able to separate these okay. three this whole time. So it's uh, Tsukushima, Asahi, and Nishinoya. I just... Those, wow. I, I those, I fucking shit you not, are all three of my favourites. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Asahi is... Asahi's something Which special, mate. Oh, my God. He's like a gentle giant that... He the, is the 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 ponytail Anoya man bun too. Oh. Nishinoya, I love I love Nishinoya. I think I think the the libero is like the backbone of Haikyuu, like the backbone of any good volleyball team, and and like Nishinoya f- f- fulfills that role spectacularly. I, I have such strong opinions on Nishinoya being the whole fucking backbone of this whole fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you said that because he has no appreciation. I literally went on tangent last time that we filmed <laughs> about him. They call him a genius one fucking time and then they never say it again. Like, oh, his, what? are you kidding? In his introduction episode, they like big him up to like, and they rightfully big him up. They're like, you know, this is Nisha Noya. He's the reason we're a good team. Like he, he is the, the pillar. He stops the ball from hitting the ground. They're like the one objective yeah. of volleyball. And then the rest of the show, they're just like, yeah, no, he's pretty good. I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? Well, I'm telling you, I go on. I literally have gone on that tangent at least yeah. six or seven times with Cheyenne. And she always looks at me. She's like, okay. Well, I, I, I agree. I entirely agree. I literally, <laughs> I can't act like I'm a volleyball expert. I played volleyball for a year in high school, but I fucking loved it. And which is, I think, part of the reason why I feel so attached to this anime is because I just kind of, like, left that and never was able to go back to it. But I was never, like, the Libro. I didn't know their significance. And then watching Haikyuu and having them put the emphasis on him and then not doing that for him, like, not giving him the justice he deserves, it is really dissatisfying. Yeah, it's rough. Like I've got, I've got no past experience with um, volleyball, let alone any sport. So, like you, you could shove a volleyball up my ass, and I wouldn't know what it was. But like, if you get yeah. to talking about a libero, I fire up. Like it's like Nisha Noya has has really like ruined me for for uh, high in all honesty. And then like Tsukushima, like season three, Tsukushima is it's like oh my god, him just trying to get one block, just one block. And him, yeah, yeah, his battle cry when he finally gets it, and his hand is like, oh man, I tingles now thinking about it. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It is. I always, I shit you not, I'm on TikTok, and I will always send Cheyenne that all the time. It's the same fucking video, but it's all the time with like different music in the background of him fucking blocking that, blocking uh, Ushijima. I send it to her all the time. It's the same video over and over and over again, it's, it's, and I still love it. And it's magical every time. It literally is. Uh, there's so many magical moments in Haikyuu. It's it's one of those shows. But you you ladies have uh, also read the Haikyuu manga, which is something I haven't gone in on yet. And I've I've dipped my toe in a, a fair bit of manga, but Haikyuu for me is always such a visual experience. I was wondering, how does it translate in the, in the manga? Do you guys give it a, a big recommendation, or is it just because it kind of... Um, bulks out the story and you get to spend a bit more time with a few other characters. Is that the drawer of it? I'm, I'm just wondering if it's appeal. Yeah, so um, I I finished it before Shannon, which is a rare occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it really just, yeah, it gives you the satisfaction of like being with your boys, you know? Um, you kind of get to see the, obviously the final efforts um, of things, but you also um, get to, I guess, feel it more. Yeah. Um, feel the impact more of what they're going through because it's such a fun, simple, uh, like you really care for these characters, but literally they're just playing volleyball. The stakes uh, are so, so low. Guess, the stakes are always so low. low. Yeah, it doesn't and feel they, like it though. <laughs> they feel higher in the manga. They do. Wow. It feels it feels more. So yeah. <laughs> that's probably the the pull for that. I am gonna say though, I didn't a hundred percent I like skipped a massive part of it so I did read like the last chapter and then I read like part of the time uh part of the 
um, just before the time skip, only because I know that there's something sad coming up and I don't want to read it. <laughs> so I've kind of like barred myself from watching it. But I would, I would say that I was surprised that I liked reading a sports anime because I didn't think I would because I thought it'd be a little hard to like feel like as as attached to it but it's actually pretty easy to read the whole thing yeah and... it goes by quick for sure yeah yeah it I, yeah I think I, I think I, at some point I will have to go in on on reading it as well I've I've I'm currently through like I'm gonna say rewatch number four of Haikyuu um so oh, yeah it's just it's one of those things where as soon as I finish it I'm like yeah I could probably just whack it on again i reckon i don't reckon it'll yep. cause me any harm um there's also Ooh. a few a few other sports animes that i've gone in on uh, over the last couple of months that I, I think you guys have watched mainly i know you guys have watched skate the infinity and this is a sh- series that i was really hyped when it came out i really loved it as someone who grew up mm-hmm. wanting to be a skater like like nobody's business but just being like a pudgy uncoordinated kid um <laughs> sorry i don't mean pudgy i mean fat um <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I just never got around it. And then Skate the Infinity came out and I loved it so hard. And then I finished Skate the Infinity and then I watched it again. And then I listened to you guys do an episode on it. And then I was like, oh no, Skate the Infinity is a, is a love story between Reki and Langa. And that didn't, that came out of nowhere for me. And now that I have that in my mind, it is such a better show because they're legitimately in love. Like they're like actual soulmates. So do yeah. you think that's like do you think that was the actual pull for Skate the Infinity or did I did, did I get tricked into a liking a love story or do you think <laughs> it's just uh those two characters were strong enough on their own to kind of outshine the the mm. plot so to speak I uh I know for a fact in well I say for a fact loosely I haven't looked up the interview this is kind of like happenstance among people that I've talked to in the Skate Infinity fandom um that in an interview somewhere, uh, the voice actors have said, we literally just played the role as it was written. So yeah. I think that it was written as a romance. And I think that mm-hmm. they, the writers might not have even realized how romantic they were making it. Um, because they do, they do make some of those moments almost as equally intense as like high Q or like yeah. free, but they don't nearly go into as much explanation of skating as I would have thought they would if yeah. that was the goal basis, you know? Yeah, there really isn't. The the skating is the 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 kind of law around skating, the law, the technique or anything yeah. around skating is is not that elaborated. But like like it's it's ridiculously romantic now that I think about it. like the I think it's like episode one, like snow over Tokyo or something like that. Snow in Japan, like where uh, Lunga's like upside down on the board floating over Reki and there's like snowflakes falling. It's like, oh what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that it is. It's a romance. It reminds me of the kind of vibe. I think it has a stronger vibe than um, Hinata and Kageyama from yeah. Haikyuu, but they definitely have like the same vibe around them that I at least think that they're soulmates in that sense, whether it be the writers meant for it to be platonic or, mm-hmm. you know, like romantic. I definitely think either way, even if it's not written or was mistakenly right. written as a romance, I think either way, both sets of people are soulmates, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, I 100% isn't? agree on Hinata and um, um, K- Kageyama. I think I said that right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm terrible at pronouncing yeah. everything. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think they are, they are 100%. So- like, it's even referenced throughout the show that they're soulmates. It's like... Hinata would be nothing without Kageyama sets, and Hinata makes Kageyama sets the strongest. Like it's just like the yin and yang; they're the the perfect match for each other. How can they not be soulmates? Anyone who yeah. disagrees that they are desperately in love, whether it is a platonic or a romantic love, is is lying to themselves. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Agreed. Wow. <laughs> exactly. wow, we got we got into that quick. <laughs> Sorry, it's just. No we one. We always do. Haiku Haiku has been like such a like a red hot topic for me lately, and like no one I know in my like immediate circle is like watching it or talking about it. So I'm like I I feel like I'm going crazy. It's uh it's it's good to vent and get this all off my chest. You can literally talk to us anytime. about Haiku anytime. <laughs> I could talk about that show forever. Well, you guys we just... did talk about. It. You guys uh, just mentioned before uh, briefly an anime called Free, which I've watched, I think, maybe six or seven episodes, and then I was like, oh, 
don't know if this is really for me because um, that's, you know, any pretense that that's not um, a, a super romantic boy love show is completely thrown out the window with their, with their swimmers. Like, it's, it's just gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. That being said, it is still very good. <laughs> I just, um, it was a bit much. I, th- I think I'll, I'll go back to it at another point, but it was a bit much. But um, do you think that's like the 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 ex- the extent that sports anime kind of goes in that direction? Is free the epitome of like where it's kind of leading to, or is it almost like a Yuri on Ice kind of situation where that's 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 where the the height of this kind of um, boy lovey sports anime kind of leads to? So interesting. I, you're going to be much better answering this than oh, me you do. Like, I really, I haven't done, I'll say this. I haven't watched all the sports anime that I want to watch, but I, so I used to freelance write for an art, for a company called Screen Rant. And, um, I had to watch a bunch of sports anime for that, for an article that I wrote for them. And so I just like watch snippets. So like there's some, there's one called like All Out, which I think is rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and like free and then there's like run with the wind and there's Yawamushi pedal. There's a ton. And I would say it's almost like a specific set of sports anime that include like a BL aspect to it that they don't necessarily mean to include, but it's definitely in the dialogue and in the way that they animate the show versus like All Out doesn't really feel like that. Even uh, Remain, which I think is what water polo. Yeah, water polo. Yeah. I've only watched like four episodes of that, and so, but I didn't get that vibe from that one yet either. Um, or I think also like Run with the Wind. I don't know if it gives off that, but I think that one might purposefully have BL like later on. So I have to. I would have to say I need to table that my like for sure answer. But I do think, based on what I've seen of sports anime, there's almost always a BL aspect in the more modern renditions of it. Cause I think like all out is a little older run with the wind is a little older. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 It's, it's a weird modern trend that that's kind of happening with sports anime. And I, it's a trend that I, I'm, I suppose I thought, well, I guess I'm enjoying it because I keep watching it. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's weird because on, on the surface, if someone was to like, if, if I was to say, describe my anime taste, I would never describe them as boy love, but Fuck, maybe it is. I don't. Who am I? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> well, when I first got into, it, I mean, when Shannon showed me my hero, I was like, "Oh yeah, like this is fun. Like I love an action." I was already a Marvel fan, so I was like, "This mm. could be fun." And like, that's how I hooked you. Yeah, she got me, and yeah. then and then I think I discovered shipping. <laughs> yeah, because I started looking up my hero stuff, and then I was like, okay. Oh yeah, I could see it. And then I watched romance anime, and then I started watching Haikyuu, and I was yeah. like, "Oh no!" And yeah. So I've just been spiraling ever since. It's a slippery surface. Um, that brings me to a, a really good question. So, what what was your first experience uh, with 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 anime, Shine and Shannon? Um, so my first one I ever watched was actually Death Note. I Whoa. watched it in middle school, and I was like, "Oh, this looks really fucking interesting." And um. I watched it and I never watched another anime again until probably about uh, three-ish years ago. Oh, wow. That I started watching. Yeah, and then I watched Seven Deadly Sins and then that pushed me. My brother was like, you should watch One Piece. And that was where I fucking fell off the cliff and I never, <laughs> I like, never like came back from that. that that's was like... Too, it was, I literally go on about how much I love One Piece all the time. Cheyenne is definitely tired of it. No, I'm not. No one, no, I'm not. everyone else is tired of it. <laughs> I love One Piece though. So that's really what sent me over the edge for anime wise. Yeah. Yeah. That's One Piece is a hell of a drug. That's like, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's straight away swinging for the fences with like one of the biggest, longest running, like <laughs> most convoluted uh, series. So yeah, it's that's so good, way to dive in. Have you watched it or no? Uh, so I've read, I've read up until the start of the Warno arc, and I've watched basically the same up until the start of the Warno arc, and have have taken a. Yeah. So I, I um I'm a bingey boy. I love to just binge stuff. So when I first that's started me. watching, uh, reading One Piece, I did um like something like I think I did like eight nine hundred chapters or like maybe seven hundred fifty chapters in the space of like two months and just kind of broke my brain to the point where like I was, I closed my eyes and just see the straw hat crew. I was like, I can't keep doing this. So then I had to... Me though. 
Oh, I, but like I just do it to a point where I just I can't do it anymore. So I, I ha- I've taken a little bit of a break, and um, because I was going to go back in on the thousandth episode, but I'm, I'm still kind of um, really obsessed with what I've been reading and watching lately. So I haven't gone in, but I'm 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 waiting. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go back in. I need Good. some more One Piece in my life. Yeah, you need to dive back in. One Piece train. Shannon's watching One Piece. Shannon is the biggest One Piece motivator. I, um, so like I said a minute ago, I started with my hero through Shannon, and then I think I did my hero, and then I tried to do my Haikyuu. Yeah, yeah, like almost immediately as soon as I finished my hero, I started Haikyuu, um, because I needed something to fill the void until season five started, um, and then I became obsessed with Haikyuu. Haikyuu stays number one in my top ten, and um. I think after that, because of the, like, shipping thing, because of the BL aspect of kind of both of those, I started reaching out into romance, and I was here still in Orlando, and uh, I was reading manga with Shannon, Yeah, and I was trying kind of all of them, so I was just reading volume ones, uh, and I found out that romance was kind of my shtick, and then I started reading a bunch of romance, romance and BL stuff, yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's it's so interesting that you guys are so um like like you guys have only been in this in this degenerate kind of world for for three to four years. Like where, uh, and I, like you guys are so like knowledgeable, and you guys feel so like in with the with the community and, and the fandoms and stuff like that. Because I've I've been like watching and reading and you know consuming anime content now for for a long time, but I never really engage in the fandoms because I've just. I'm like, and you saw it when we were trying to set this up. I'm, I'm not techno savvy. I don't do well on the internet at a lot of <laughs> most of the po- points of time. It's it's not my it's not my shining it's not my shining platform. Um, so I don't engage <laughs> with the fandoms and stuff like that as much. So I just I just watch the shows and, and and enjoy them, which is which is kind of funny because like so many shows are like have notorious kind of like toxic fandoms and stuff like that. And I think yeah, you guys yeah. have exposed me to like a few of the ideas of like toxic shipping and stuff like that, and like some fandoms that are mm-hmm. that are really messy and it seems like from or at least from what i've heard from you guys that a romance um the romance fandoms can get real messy sometimes is that is that something that you guys kind of agree with through your experience i would say so. yeah i think so <laughs> i uh i haven't i wouldn't say um any specifically like romance anime so things like your lie in april or um yeah say i love you like the really like itchy short ones I would say aren't super toxic but bl kind of gets a little toxic and i mean yeah. like the smutty bl can get a little toxic yeah. <laughs> um because there's just arguments about like well this is uh this is fantasy so it doesn't matter and th- yeah. versus the well this is like reflecting on real relationships so people shouldn't uh invest in it and it's like uh, there's just so many opinions that aren't all necessarily right or wrong because mm, there's yeah. people act like there's no gray area when there definitely is um yeah. and it kind of i mean social media you know puts people at each other's throats sometimes mm-hmm. um yeah. without really needing to so i think that is probably where the the romance toxicity comes in i think too even just like bringing romance into shonen and stuff so like shipping and yeah. shipping in my hero i think is one of where the the biggest like yeah. area of um where people get toxic really i think it's mostly like very popular anime where you get a lot of toxic shipping and like a a lot of toxicity because people have such strong opinions um like the smaller romance anime generally don't have any because people are like oh yeah that's cool like oh that's an opinion on it yeah um but it's when you get like into the my hero ships and stuff like that and people like get super super passionate about it and Mm they go off on each other and they are just not and to be fair i i've told shannon this on the podcast you've probably heard me say it before but like i haven't ever been a part of that kind of stuff so i don't ever necessarily see it i hear about it from other people who have seen it um yeah okay which i think is nice for me because then i'm not involved like i don't have to like yeah look at people arguing on the internet about it versus like and I would say the only comparison that I have for that is being as involved as I am in the Star Wars fandom. Oh, you poor shit. thing. You poor thing. That is... Oh, that was <laughs> so a notoriously bad know. fandom before, like, the internet was, like, really kicking off. Like, that's been yeah. a bad fandom forever, which is, forever. like... And, like, uh, we, we did an episode... Um, we've done, like, a few Star Wars episodes. We did an episode... 
Um, I think it was like a month or two or a couple of months back on like Star Wars Vision and like the quickest I've ever seen my like inbox like start lighting up from an episode was as soon as we mentioned Star Wars, it was like, no, you got this wrong. Like um, there's an episode, I don't know if you've seen Star Wars Vision, this is a bit of a tangent, but there's an episode I've called... I've only seen the first three. <laughs> okay, well, there's an episode called uh, T.O.B. 1 um, and it's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a... um. Astro Boy kind of rip off um, TOB ones like a droid who's got a Kyber crystal in his in his chest, which is you know gives him the power of droid. I don't know. He, it gives him force powers, I suppose, and he, he can wield a lightsaber. And anyway, it's very cute. It's very wholesome, and, and, and I enjoyed it very much. And I said that on the podcast, and my inbox <laughs> looked like I had just like sided with the Nazi party. Like there were so many people who were just like, "You monster! How could you?" It was like the, an affront to everything the great man George Lucas had ever wanted. He, he oh would, he, he would, he would vomit just seeing this. And I'm just like, what is this? Like what I've, I have said some heinous things on this podcast and this, this is what you're picking up on. Like, like Star Wars fandom right. is, is, oh, you poor, poor I, soul. Yeah. I apologize on behalf of the Star Wars fans that don't give a shit, you know, <laughs> cause I don't give a shit. Mm. I can't believe that people came for you about that. Like the thing for me, and I think this is just, I mean, it's who I am as a person. And I think that there's plenty of people like this out there that are in fandoms, which is why I don't see the toxicity very often um, in any fandom that I'm in, because it's just not who I am. But literally I just enjoy it. Like, thank you for giving me the content. Thank you for giving me star Wars in my life. I appreciate it. No matter what it is, if it's bad, I'll say that it's bad and I'll still watch it. Oh yeah. And I, that for me also kind of goes for anime. So. Oh yeah. I have, I've hate watched a bunch of anime and I'll continue to do so until the day I die. I think hate watching something is just as fun as watching your favorite show. Sometimes <laughs> hate watching something is, yep. is all, like, it's cathartic. It's just sitting there and seething yeah. with rage at everything that's happening on a screen is, is, is quite fun. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, we should move into the main topic. I There was questions that we were going to ask, but I, I'm skipping all that because I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation and <laughs> we were just going to talk about fast food and that's not what this podcast... Well, it kind of is what this podcast is about, but it's not what it's about today because we're, we've got some topics to get to. So, the reason I invo- invo- invited, invited you um, people onto this podcast is you guys are big My Hero people. And I'm a big My Hero person myself. I would rank it up there as, as probably, it'd probably get my top 10. I think it's definitely in my top 10. I don't know if it's in my top it's five. In both of our yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard. It was, I think it's the anime that kind of brought me back into anime, like hardcore. Okay. Because I like, I was a. I love that. I was a, a fan of anime for ages. Like I, I watched Naruto when I was a kid and Pokemon when I was a kid and stuff like that. And my teenage years, you know, Full Metal Alchemist and all that kind of all that kind of jazz. And of like of recent, um, like in the last five, six, five, six years, I, I wasn't super into it. And then my hero started coming along, and I was, and that piqued my interest, and that kind of sent me down a wormhole. And I, I kind of really kind of reinvigorated my love for the genre. So my hero for me is always this kind of like it's it's the one that got me back almost. You know, it's the, it's that the one that was it was you know, everything about it was was so engaging that I, I just couldn't not look away from the screen. And then it's it's so visually interesting and everything that it's doing, I'm I'm so into. And you know, it came out in the right time during all that Marvel stuff, and it, it was just. It was perfect time, perfect place, and the perfect show. So it really holds a pretty, a pretty strong place in my heart. So I thought today we could um, break down some of the best and worst quirks of of my hero because we've already reviewed every season already. So I'm running out of things to yeah. talk about with my. Hero. I love that. I need more excuses to talk about my hero, basically. So to kick it off, I want to kick it off with like an absolute low ball because. Look, there's there's a lot of quirks we can talk about here, and I'm sure we'll get to some of them. But I just wanted to get one of the ones out of the way really quickly because, look, everyone knows it's shit, and it's it's a hacky kind of it's a hacky kind of um, quirk to rag on. So we'll get it out of the way first. Of course, I'm talking about the tail quirk by uh, Ojiro yeah, in Class One A. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's the dumbest. It's, it's so gross to look at. I would. It's awful. It is fucking disgusting. Can I just say, if I got fucking born with that, I'd ask 
I'd ask all for one to take like, one. Yeah, I'd be like, please have this one. I don't want it. Why yeah, no. Nah. Be a hero. Look at my tail. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, like, if it wasn't for the, <laughs> if it wasn't for the fur, it would honestly just look like an like an uncircumcised penis coming out of his back. Like, like it just. The, That's a fact. That it is the heinous. The fact is that Danky holds it. He just like <laughs> strokes it, and I'm like, Danky, put it down. Get, put it down. Why would you touch it in public? <laughs> I would never. I would never address it. But like, no. just holding and stroking that. It's like, it's like you know how that that like that old hacky thing where like um like women play with their hair or they'll touch your arm if you're interested. Like, what's yeah. the what's the sign if the guy you're talking to is stroking his own muscular tail? Like, what's what's that sending off <laughs> apart from the fact that he's a fucking creep? <laughs> Ugh, I hate he it. Is, it is fucking gross. Yeah, and it's like sucks. power level wise, I don't like, like that. It's and so I'm, muscular as well. It's, and it's like, so it, muscular. You know what they could have done? Could have given him a monkey tail. It's still not yeah. great. Still, kind it would have at least been interesting. But he is, could be prehensile. He exactly, could grab onto things with it instead of hitting things with it. And it's like, it's it's to the point where it, it's the the level of muscularness it has. It was clearly. Um, <laughs> purposeful so they've clearly wanted like they clearly set out for just like a big thick meaty muscular tail like it's 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 just yuck i hate it so much and like scenes with him just like like swinging around and throwing it i i I just i'm like no thank you abomination exactly okay (laughs) now that we've got the easy ones out of the way do you do you guys want to kick it off with one of the ones you you hate Worst, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Worst, I'd say. I, I'm going to say it. The okay. fucking worst one that everybody should hate and fucking hates him <laughs> should be that stupid... Well, I don't even fucking know the whole name of it. It's the, it's the grape one. Minetta. Minetta. Thank you, thank you. And this one, thing. and this goes out to Courtney from the Loser Podcast, because uh, I know you're listening, Courtney. Minetta is the worst character ever, and the fact that you think he's good is... Shocking to me. At this point, I think you must be doing it just as a joke on me personally because Mineta is an awful character and the fact that you go in so hard to defend him every time. Oh, Oh, man. And to be fair, I would love to say this. Mineta's quirk would be cooler on a decent person. And I feel bad that that is a fact because I think that his quirk has potential and I only say that knowing that in the more recent episodes, the way that he used it to, like, climb a wall or something, not in, like, the weird creepy one that he did, like, early on. There was, like, one where he, like, threw... Oh, God, I wish I could remember the scene. You know why? I blank out all of his scenes. Yeah. But my thing is, how did he get into UA with that quote? Yeah, it's stupid. You know I, what? I, it baffles why me. does he look like he's wearing a diaper? <laughs> yeah. Why I, is I he three foot not. tall? Like, like... He's like, how the so fuck did small. you get into the school? You're three four with so... stupid fucking hair. Like, I don't understand. He bleeds in his head. I the honestly, That's and I think I think this is probably the only way Mineta attending UA makes sense. Is that that if the purple things on his head are actually massive cancer tumors, and it was his make a wish to attend UA? That's the only thing that makes sense. I'm just saying it. I love that. That's like the fucking best thing I've ever had. It's the only way. Mineta is the fucking... And like, the fact that if he overuses his quirk, he bleeds from his head. It's just like, it's adding insult to injury. It's like, it's... It's it's like your quirk is already dog shit, but now it's like... Dog shit that makes you hurt. <laughs> like it's, You're literally, like, could die from. But, like, they could have at least thrown him, like, one bone and gave him unlimited, like, little great balls off his head. Yep. I'd be like... At least, like, there's no hindrance to having that. There's literally a hindrance to the shit quirk he already has. There's a fucking the hindrance. Personality. That's what I'm saying. It's just too much shit, and it's not worth it. No, every everything about it is is terrible. I like. I'm always worried about bringing up Manetta now. Ever since I got like torn to sh- or not torn to shreds. Ever since Courtney from the the Loser Called uh, Cartoon <laughs> Podcast like berated me for my hatred of Manetta. <laughs> I'm always worried, like, I'm going to step on toes, but it's so nice to know that there are normal people left in the world who think Mineta is human garbage incarnate. And yes, Courtney, I know you're going to complain to me at some point. It's fine. I still enjoy you. It's good. We're fine. I think that my least favorite, well, I say this loosely, there's plenty to choose from. Um, I Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Spinner just a lizard? 
Uh, yes, I mean, he's no, actually he's he's on my on my list here somewhere. I've got it because because I always thought he was um like more powerful than he is, but no, his quirk Gecko is is literally just he can um he can just stick to walls. I don't even think he can regenerate anything. He he can just loosely stick to walls, and he looks and he has to go around with that face. Ooh. Yeah, so I think I think Spinner. I have plenty on this list. Um, the other one equally is dumb because it's also just an animal thing. Hound dog. His cork is. Oh my dog. god! I was trying to think. Are you of his kidding name. me? I'm yeah, like, I I actually kind of have to admit that Spinner. I was like, "What's his name again?" And then I read that yeah, hound yep. dog. It's it's yeah. Woofed. Those two bad. <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah. Author took a break after he wrote that one. Yeah. Huh. The author took a break after he came up with that one. Yep, dog quirk, hound dog, yep, done. Wipe my hands clean, yep. let's move you know, on. You know who else that I would be annoyed with if I got his quirk? You know the police chief, the, Blood, one, the one who has... That, who instant, no, 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 not even the cat one, because that one's at least cute. The dog. Yeah, the dog, yeah. The dog, the one that photos like, God, you mutt, and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So, one that's so rude. Two, think... why were you born like that? That's so sad. Yeah. Any quirk where I'm mutating my my face into that of an animal, and that's my the the extent of my ability. I'm I'm real upset with everything. I looked up his quirk, and his quirk is dog face. That's <laughs> he's not even he's not even a full dog. It's just his face. Jesus! Did they let the bullies from his school pick the quirk name? That is heinous. <laughs> no, your quirk name's dog face. Yeah, no, your quirk name ugly. Your ugly face. Your no one can love you but your mother face. That's that's you. Oh my god, that is heinous. Yeah, uh, well, we've been gross. very negative, so how about we switch to some of our favorite quirks? Because I feel like we could at yeah. least be a little bit, um, a little bit positive here. So, do you guys have anyone that you would like uh, consider one of your favorite quirks? Oh please, I yeah, I have a long list. I'm gonna <laughs> let Shannon take one at least. I'm gonna start off with my boy, the one that is tattooed on my actual body, Aizawa. I feel like he is so useful like he probably has i would arguably say like one of the best quirks like very very high Mm -hmm. on my list quirks in my hero because it has it's so versatile Mm -hmm. like the fact you know seeing him in in the usj incident shows how versatile it is he literally took on like a whole army by himself yeah and they continuously try and either capture him or kill him because his quirk is so useful. Yeah, they're like, if we can eliminate him, we can beat them, or at least get closer to it. But you can't eliminate him, because he's too he's bad so at fucking good. Yeah, And no, also, I would definitely... say his his whole aesthetic is so great that, like, even though, like, his quirk's amazing, but you tie it in with the, with the bandages, the, the yellow goggles, the long hair, the, the kind of glassy, mm-hmm. ha- like, uh, hazy eyes, like... Everything put together is this is a fucking beautiful recipe for just an absolute fucking hunk lord, and it's just a, yeah. just a bonus that his quirk is fucking incredible. I, I yeah, I love his Iowa. Mm-hmm. That is an amazing pick. Yeah, um, my I think my first two first that are worth mentioning that I feel like don't get enough attention. Thirteen and yes, her black hole quirks. That is crazy to me. I we don't get to see a lot of it. No. Um. But I feel like that solves a lot of problems. I just also don't know what happens after, you know? Mm. Like, okay, so you sucked a bunch of people into the black hole. Where do they go? What do, yeah. what do you do? Yeah, that's um, like that's so like one I of those really one of those quirks that has like an, an ambiguous kind of thing. It's like, oh, so is that like a like a potentially earth ruining quirk? Like, if you just right. create a big enough yeah. black hole, is is that us? Are we tapped? Right, like we're just containing it in the suit, and then if the suit gets fucked up, are we all done? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Yet, like a great example of the My Hero world just being a truly nightmare scenario, like in actuality. It, it's yeah. horrific. Yeah. My other one is uh, Cammy. Cammy? Uh, her quirk is glamour. Oh, yeah, hers is really cool. Hers is cool. And I, like, I specifically, like, tried to look up people that weren't just in 1A. Um, because I couldn't really remember anybody's that was significant enough. But I was like, she also doesn't get a lot of screen time for us to learn too much about her quirk. But her quirk is, like, basically creating illusions and, like, smoke screens. And I that is so useful in any capacity, personal and professional. Mm-hmm. Like, 
to be able to create a smoke screen and not just like get away with running, you know? Yeah. Um, it's helpful for a team, for individual, whatever it might be. Mm. One of so, my favorite ones also is Tomaki. Yeah. His is such a good quirk. Mm. I think it's again really versatile. I, I mean I would fucking get it because I can't eat anything gross. <laughs> I, I would be tapped out. I'd only have, like, fucking chicken. Because that I, would be all I could eat. But, like, you just are chicken. <laughs> Apparently, I would everyone, turn into a fucking everyone chicken. Everyone would confuse your quirk for just being, like, chicken face. But it's like, no, I just eat lots of chicken. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. It's, I mean, if I ate a exactly. vegetable every now and again, it'd be fine. But it's just, That's it's so I'm much saying. chicken. But yeah. do you think he could be, like, a potato? <laughs> oh, my God. What if he could, like, shoot tater like tots? broccoli or something. What would Broccoli even do? He's on my list too, for sure, because I think, especially in the anime, his quirk is so visually appealing. Like, it's so beautiful to watch. Like, anytime he's in a scene where he's using his quirk and you've got the, like, the bright red octopus tendrils and the the hard crab shells or the, the... whatever else he's eaten and it's incorporated into his body, it's always just visually just very appealing. And um, yeah. pair that with the fact that he's an absolute fucking dynamite fella. You know, it's 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 all right, pretty good. I love him. Yeah, nah, he's one of my favorite characters overall in my hero, and I love his personality. I think that like adds to the quirk. I really enjoy the, you know, the episode where he thinks that he's like shit in comparison to Mirio, and Mirio's oh like, God. "No, you're amazing." And then he realizes, you know, that that's how we find out that his hero name is Sun Eater mm-hmm. because he. Yeah, like it's beautiful. I just think that's yeah, it's super super pretty. The character development is like ten out of ten. Also, like he's super relatable for people who are very shy. I am a person that is like super super shy, and I also tend to be like I'm shit everything. Hmm. So I like definitely feel him on that. Like, and I am Mirio, (laughs) (laughs) and you are not shit at anything. Yeah. So I feel like he's not only does his is his quirk so good, but his character is just great because he's so relatable. Yeah. So uh, yeah, 100% super. agreed. What, what a, and like, I just, I love, I love that pairing of Mirio and, and Sunita. Like, I think it's, they're, they're such good people to bounce off each other. And uh, there's, there's something that I'm absolutely like frothing at the mouth to get just more on screen time together because mm-hmm. uh, I, I truly do love them together. And as someone who's a, who's an anime only My Hero guy, I'm, I'm, I'm always jealous. Um, at the, just the mere thought that there might be more of him in the anime, uh, in the manga that I could, that I'm potentially missing out on. Um, so maybe I will go in on the manga one day. This is something I've been wrestling with in my personal life for ages, whether I'm going to read the, the My Hero not manga or not. Yeah. I know. We it's... highly recommend. I really, so for me, I avoided reading manga for a while. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. That's more money. That's more of a hobby that I don't need. Yeah. Tack onto my list, and then I uh, read My Hero on Shonen Jump, and then I was like, "Oh, I don't like reading it on my phone. I should get the physical copies." And now I'm freaking collecting so much manga. Uh, I'm um, in the exact same boat I, with physical copies, and it's just like yeah. I'm staring at a pile right in front of me. I'm like, "Oh," and it's just eating me up that there's like incomplete series there. It's just like, no, I just I need yeah! to I need to finish all the Demon Slayer books. I need to get all Promise Neverland. No, I need all of Chainsaw Man before the anime comes out because if I don't, I'm going to be mad. Fucking I not to be like an asshole, but I do have all of Chainsaw Man. Oh, I heard. I heard your your uh, episode where you go through all your 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 manga collection, and the whole time I'm just seething with rage. I'm like, why does she get it all? Yeah. No, that's not fair. Yeah, why does she allow right? six hundred chapters of of six hundred volumes of manga in her in her upstairs? Why that's not fair. That's that's. You should see it, dude. I like. Should see it. I I will when I eventually fucking steal it. It's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna. I'll send you a picture when we get off this podcast. You got it. I'm here right now. Thank God. I haven't seen her in some, but the anime room it's unmatched. The anime Uh, room is pretty fun. I do. uh, Yeah. Send me, please, please send me. I have like a hundred figures. Yeah. Oh, I I, I can't do figures. Oh my god. Engineering. I have to make sure that this is talked about. Shoto Todoroki is why I kept watching My Hero whenever I wasn't with Shannon. We're talking about Shoto. I'm cracking a beer. Okay. Well, let's get into this. Okay, go. (laughs) Uh, I cannot get enough of him. 
Uh, I love that he is so reserved, but also not at all internally reserved. Um, And that the fire and ice embodies him so well Mm -hmm. and that he also is learning to use it so well. Um, But I think in general, that's something that we see kind of, I don't want to say so often, but we see like fire powers and ice powers individually in plenty of media. Um, And even sometimes in one form, but like I, so I grew up watching Avatar The Last Airbender. um, And I know that this is just ran into the ground, but Todoroki and Zuko are the same character. (laughs) Um, But. Oh my God. Todoroki. Hold up. My whole (laughs) earth just fucking shattered around me. (laughs) I just don't know (laughs) why. Can you just give me a warning when you drop fucking truth bombs like that? Like, fucking... wasn't even... Well, fucking lucky I'm sitting down. Fuck me, Dad. <laughs> Zuko was my first favorite, my first comfort character, and then Toto Rookie became my oh next my God. one. I was like, oh, there's people. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I love them, and his power is just unmatched, and I can't wait to see where he goes with it in pro-hero form. Yeah. That's all I needed to say. Oh my god, Endeavor's almost kind of like the Fire Lord too. Yeah. Sorry, my brain's just melting away. Oh my god. As it should. I mean, whenever I whenever whenever I saw his face and and to be fair, I had just finished binging Avatar The Last Airbender because my one of my roommates never seen it. Um and I was like, Well, of course I'm gonna sit down and watch this with you again. And then I met Choto and I was like, Oh same thing, different font. Yeah, my brain's just, it's gone. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> fuck that, just. Now I'm, I'm, now I'm thinking, like, okay, who's his sister? Um, and I'm, I'm guessing, like, I, I've been spoiled for some My Hero stuff down the track. So I, I'm guessing, oh, my God. Shows, yeah, they're the same. I'm so sorry. No, it's I'm fine. I spoiled anything second hand. Oh, no, no, I, no, I've been, I've been, I got spoiled for My Hero so <laughs> long ago. Um. Which yeah. is fu- which is fine, but now that whole yeah, they're the same people. Hmm. Jesus Christ! Uh, we are gonna because we were talking about it and about you being anime only for my hero. We are gonna do uh, my hero manga spoilers episode. So just uh, heads up, don't listen to that one. Oh, <laughs> you man! The title, but... You got like Nekomen or anime, and it's good. You go start every episode with like a spoiler warning, so you go in there and know like if you get spoiled, it's your own fault. Which is fine. I hundred percent agree with that. But you like. There's times where I've been away from my phone with Bluetooth headphones and I'm like, oh my God, they I, they need to stop talking. I, I, I can't get to my phone quick enough. I've thrown my headphones across the room when you guys mentioned like Jujutsu Kaisen spoilers. I'm not close enough to my phone to mute it. I'm like, ah, no, stop oh, it. No. I can't do it. Um, I'll try to add a secondary disclaimer. <laughs> no, it's fine. You guys, you guys do more than enough to avoid spoiler warnings. You guys, you guys are top of the game when it comes to uh, like at least warning people about spoilers. So... Um, it, it's my fault for always leaving my phone in strange places and walking around with just blue, blue <laughs> headphones. Um, yeah, uh, Shoto Todoroki is, is on my list uh, for sure. He it was probably the first one on my list, and he's uh, he's easily the the most um, like kind of fan fanable, if you know what I mean. Like he is the person I see. Like I I see more Shoto Todoroki t shirts getting around than yeah. I see anything yeah. else. He is everywhere that that emo boy is just and like he's the kind of perfect perfect example of that emo boy that you know you can fix because he's trying to fix himself as well so it's like it's not a toxic thing if you want to fix him because no he wants to fix himself so he's like the kind of the perfect boy and it's like oh man i do love that man (laughs) yeah truly yeah i love him he was also he was my first piece of anime merch uh because he had him on a Mm t-shirt or a crop top yeah Love him. And another, like, one of my favorite quirks is Aerie's quirk, Rewind. That was, like, very, very high up on mine. That one is good. I it is It is really cool. good. I, I want to spend more time it's with terrifying. it. I, like, it was super interesting. I, f- I find that whole that whole arc in season four, I think. Yeah, season four is, is, mm-hmm. is really good. I like all the Aerie and Deku stuff. And although I know that gets a little mm-hmm. bit of hate um, because of, you know, Deku going 100% of, of uh, all for one. All for mm. one? No, one for all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, is, is kind of a cop-out because, you know, yeah, I kind of see where people come through where it was a little bit um, 
a little bit anticlimactic that he kind of removed all his limiters and he couldn't hurt himself. But I, I really enjoyed all that stuff. And Yuri's, um, um, what is it? Rewind is, is, is something that I hope gets a, a lot more playtime because it's, it's just theoretically, it, it, there's so much you can do with it. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah. uh, once you kind of read the manga, you'll definitely <laughs> know more. I'm obviously not going to spoil it for you, mm. but I have read the whole thing and you definitely get to kind of see what else she can do with it and how she'll learn how to use it, which is really fun. I do love um, how it's this- definitely. Sorry, I, I do love it how at the start of this conversation it was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to read the manga, and you guys are just like, well, when you read the manga, which is like, it's like a foregone conclusion. <laughs> now, like, well, you're going to do it, right? It's like, oh, fuck. You will. I will. You I know. have to. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, a rite of passage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a coming of I age ritual. I, mean, I, wasn't I love it. it. And then here we are. Mm. Yeah. But my real question is, if I read the My Hero Academia uh, manga, do I also have to read the Vigilante one? I like Vigilantes. I think it's really good. You don't have to read it. It does give you more of a background, though, on um, the trio of, um, I call him Presentation Michael. Presentation Michael, Aizawa, and um, I forgot what his, what the other guy's name is. Oh, Fuck. Over? Oh, yeah, something like that. Um, it's the guy with the blue hair. Yeah. Um, it gives you, like, background on their relationship and stuff like that. And, like... Yeah, it's good. I like it. I have all of the ones. Yeah, I uh, probably will. Look, I, I'm just pointing. <laughs> I'm putting off the inevitable now. I know I'm going to do it. It's just like when am I? When am I going to just bite the bullet and commit? You know what I mean? It's terrible. But let's yeah. talk about something that we can all agree on is terrible. Let's talk about the telescopic Uh-oh. quirk. Quirk. Um, I don't know if you guys it's remember this. It was featured in, like, season two, maybe, in the, the sports carnival. Um, the girl who can pull her body inside of herself uh, to dodge oh, attacks. I, was thinking of, I do remember her. I was thinking about Mei Hatsume. I was like, oh. No, hers is, like, hers is like in her eye. Yeah. Uh, no. I don't know who you're talking about. No, I do. She's really gross. She's oh, like, God. Literally, like, just like. I gotta, I'm going to Google it. Y'all talk about it. I'm listening. It's just <laughs> gross. It's just gross, and I, it's I it's the, it's the like level of useless. Like it's even more useless than Mineta's quirk because like all you can do is yeah. pull your body inside of yourself. So it's just like, yeah, well, what, what what's your plan guess, here? What, what like how how do you how do you get out of anything? Yeah. She just kind of like pushes she, herself she, back out. Yeah, it's like it's, sucks herself in. Oh. Oh my god! Yeah, it's really gross. I don't it, understand she, how she made it. It's so little. How screen. did she make it into the school? These are my questions. It's 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 ridiculous. Who are letting these people in? It? Who is just like <laughs> who is lying to these children to that they can be heroes when they know, know for a fact that they got? It's like no, just break their dreams early. Like the rest of us had our dreams broken early. Like it. fucking hell. True. That bitch is gonna die. You send her out there, she will fucking die. Like just yeah. decline her. Tell her no, because that's embarrassing. Just yeah, do what unfair. all, like, good parents or, like, teachers do. Just hand on the shoulder, eye level, and just break the news to them, just like my parents did to me when they told me I could never be Tony Hawk. It was just that they, they did it. They sat me down, <laughs> put their hand on my shoulder and said, Philip, you're quite large and you'll snap any board you try and ride. It's not going to happen. And, look, you could lose the weight, but that would mean you'd have to give up KFC. And we both know you're not going to, so just move on. Not that's what I'm saying. That works. Like, mm. just fucking tell her that she's shit. Yeah. Exactly. Tell her that she's shit. Eye she contact. Honesty. You can be, like, kind oh about it. You don't have to be an asshole, yeah. but be, like... Or be an asshole. No, yeah, be an or asshole. Or be, like, <laughs> If you're going to ruin... shit, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In, in 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 my in my um in my past history, I've 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 experienced if you if you be an asshole, you're going to shatter their dreams quicker, which inevitably is the right decision. It doesn't leave you jaded yeah. and bitter as an adult. I'm fine. <laughs> See, but you, I, I like to think I'm very much like that. I'm not. I'm very much like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, oh no. But like in my brain, I'm like, bitch, you're fucking awful. Like, get out of here. You're yeah. not fucking good enough. Sucks to suck. It's like, yeah, the, like we have, have we have someone on our team who can literally create fire and ice from the separate halves of his body. You can pull your arm into yeah. your body. What's happening That's here? Th- there is no scenario in which you win. It. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's not like Jiro's quirk. You know Jiro, if and Jack. That's really like not that cool. Like the fact that she has those fucking yeah. little 
That's not There's that. very specific things that she can help yeah, with. Yeah, at least she's helpful. Like, stealthy. She's helpful. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, how is she going to help? Her literally... Help herself. Her, the best thing she can do is just dodge, which if you can That's really... Right. <laughs> it's like you wouldn't even make it... Like, you wouldn't even make a dodgeball team because you, you still have to be able to throw the ball, but you, you can't because you're fucking useless. That's they, they throw the dodgeball and so like... <laughs> it's 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 quite atrocious. Um, but some someone who has a quirk that is probably more useful, but I think equally as shit is um Coda and his Anna voice quirk. Um, yeah. yeah. As much as I, I would did love like to the be able- fight with presentation, Michael. That was so funny when they sent the bugs up his leg. Yeah. That's so funny. I feel like it's so interesting to think about his quirk because again. I, I think about a lot with uh, them as the people using it, and he's so reserved Yeah, that I'm like, what if this quirk was on somebody that wasn't? Mm. I don't know. Would it make a difference? The quirk yeah. is kind of shit in general. But I but also... As a person who grew up hoping I could talk to animals, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I wish I could talk to animals, but I also think that Coda is quiet and reserved because he grew up talking to animals now. If you if just think about all the horrific things that house pets would tell you that they see on a day to day basis, horrible. My my guinea pigs alone have seen some heinous things. Just just me, (laughs) just me, five a.m. in the morning, underwear, just like reaching down into the cage to put like spinach in them, like drool in my beard, like it's it's a whole scene, like (laughs) like just absolute dog shit breath. Like if those guinea pigs could talk, they would cry. Like that's all they would do. Like, and if you grew up only having that communication with, like, could you imagine? Could you imagine if you just sat down and had a conversation with, like, a street bird? How, like, like oh my rough God, and tumble man. a street bird would be? Like, nah, man, I've seen some shit. I've seen some shit. Nah, man, I saw my brother just get hit by a car, brother. No, 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 my mum, she threw the eggs out of the nest. Like, that would be horrific. And that's your only people you can talk to? Plus, you get that yeah, face. Yeah. You walk around with a coda face. I'd be quiet and reserved yeah, too, okay? Right? Yeah, I would be quite in reserved if I look like that. Yeah. He's really face. ugly. I think he... Why from, does he have to have that face? I don't know. It makes no sense. He is one of those characters that, like, I pity, and I yeah. feel really bad when I pity <laughs> Well, yeah, because you're like, well, your, your quirk is, like, kind of cool. Yeah. But, like, if your face didn't look like that, yeah. it wouldn't be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, not only is your quirk, like, hmm, but your face is really ugly. I'm not even mean because it's a it's a literal fact. Yeah, yeah it's Angel. it's quite terrible, and it's like it's like <laughs> I feel so bad for Coda because like in the show he's just nothing but like a sweetheart the whole time, but also any time yeah. he's on screen I'm like you suck, Coda. You're fucking you, <laughs> you and Minetta should just fucking retire from class one A. You're like useless. Oh, but like when they fight presentation michael and he's afraid of the bugs i was like what the fuck i was like you can literally speak to him like your heart like this is all you can this do is your only this job. is the only fucking you job you job. have yeah. and you can't even do that properly yeah. like you're leaving that poor girl for her fucking ears to bleed yeah. like, are you shitting me come to sack the fuck up <laughs> or get the fuck out the only way i could see coda's <laughs> quote being like super useful is that it also came with like the innate knowledge of what like animal everyone was afraid of because everyone's like kind of skittish of at least one animal like for me if like if coda convinced like four frogs to follow me home i'd 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 kill myself like that'd be it i'd be done (laughs) that's all it would take like coda coda could cripple me with a well-placed frog like that's it but like he can't no can fuck some shit up with some ocean animals. Killer whales? Are you kidding oh me? Could you imagine they're on the ocean and fucking, like, whale comes and flattens your boat? Yeah. That's Killer tough. whales are not to be fucked with anyways, and then with Coda talking to them? Absolutely not. Yeah, but he's he's such a little Bye. bitch that he wouldn't tell him to do anything, like, nasty. He'd be like, no, just, no. just, yeah. just rock their boat. No, it's yeah. fine. They'll get it. It's okay. It's more about sending a message than hurting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. loser. Uh, do, we, yeah. do we have any any more good quirks that we should we should talk about? Yeah, I've got I've got a few. I, I, I can't. I'm gonna fuck his name up. Chizume Akaguro stain yeah, blood curdle. That is a cool. badass quirk. Yeah. Are you kidding me? 
Stain, I, Stain's like one of the best villains in My Hero 2. He's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's cool as shit. Um, and his quirk is crazy. And the fact that it's got so many nuances, like with the different blood types and yeah. like how your it's quirk like a very is well. Blood blood type. Oh my god. Yeah. I love that quirk. Blood curdle is top tier. Yeah, and also like a special shout out to Blood Control cool. too. Um Vlad King's quirk as well, the the other uh instructor who has yes. mm-hmm. I love that. I I think just because the way you see him utilize it and the way they animate the blood is is really cool looking and I think I think using blood as like a a, a manipulator like kind of like um how uh blood control works in Avatar the Last Airbender I think it's just it's just very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Very good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I also now, think Denki's cool as shit. Once he like gets his quirk under yeah. control, he's gonna be cool as shit. We love Denki in this house. Yeah, Denki stands over here. <laughs> Me and my tattoo. Yeah, really. I'm just I think sorry. I'm just googling just who Denki is because I can't. Who, who who are you talking about? Huh? Who's Denki? Denki Kaminari. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm so blanking so hard. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 That's very yeah. cool. Kaminari, we love Kaminari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting mm-hmm. one because like he's he's kind of like a goofball, but I suppose yeah he, uh, yeah he's he's is he's actually pretty cool. I was I was a big fan of uh, Red Riot Hiroshima for for a, for a long time, and then I read a particularly awful fan fiction that I was like I can't like you anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it was. You got to send me that. I don't think I I don't <laughs> I think it's technically a hate crime if I do, so I might not because oh. it is. <laughs> It's really bad. It's well, let's just say hardening was used in a way that hardening should never be oh. used. Oh no! Yeah, my hero, my hero <laughs> fan fiction. Like I've been reading fan fiction for a long time, and I, I always it's one of those things where it's like it started off as a guilty pleasure, pleasure, but at this time it's just like an actual crippling addiction that that I at some point <laughs> will f- seek medical help for because like it does nothing for yeah. me. Like fan fiction enriches my life in no way, but yet I still just fucking. Like someone's like someone would just be like, I wrote a four hundred page uh, fan fiction about Uraraku and Deku, oh, and they ends with them having you know, zero gravity sex in Spain. And I'm like, yeah, of course, that's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that. But. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, Every, yeah, obviously, yeah. obviously, why wouldn't they? That's a foregone conclusion. Fair, but how I'm do they get there? I love it. <laughs> when wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Egg. Exactly. You, you Honestly, that actually sounds very interesting. Yeah. I would probably read four hundred pages worth of that. Man, like, there's some fan fiction out there, like, some fan fiction writers out there who are doing, like, just honest to God, the God's most. work. Like, they're just, they're out there just grinding yeah. every day. Just And, like, for who? For, like, 18 nerds that are going to read it and just, like, get something out of it and just think about it every day for, like, like the next 10 years. Oh, like, ex- yeah. it's the most thankless job out there. God, I thank you, fan fiction writers. You fucking heroes, one and all of you. Yeah. Yeah, truly. I mean, honestly, we wouldn't have half the fantasy novels that I've been reading lately without fan fiction. <laughs> exactly. Because people write a fan fiction, change the names, change the environment like a little, boom. Boom. Um, Twilight, York, Fifty York Shades York of Grey. Boom. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, look, we're, we're just hitting the hour mark there. Unfortunately, we are going to have to wrap up. Um, it has been an honest-to-God pleasure doing this with you uh, lovely people. Uh, Shine and Shannon, uh, do you guys want to plug your podcast Nekomino Anime, where can people find you? Yeah. Um, So you guys can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Nekomino Anime underscore podcast or without the underscore, um, respectively. And then um, all of our personal stuff is also linked on there. We are not doing any episodes right now, uh, but we will once we're both back from vacation. So I'll get those scheduled as soon as I can. But yeah, reach out to us anytime for sure please please do go check out their stuff i've had so much fun listening to you guys over the last couple of weeks it's been it's been like a genuine joy to have you guys on on this podcast and we got to maybe a quarter of the questions i had for you so i'll be sliding into your dms just to get personal questions i answered because there are questions i need to know it's just it just that's just like for example i wrote this question down and i really want to know so i'm going to ask you really quickly who's your favorite character from skate the infinity Ooh. Um, Recky. Okay. Yeah, Recky. Yeah, I like, I like, I like Recky. Like he's, um, I think he's English voice actors like Matt Shipman as well, who's like one of my favorite English voice actors as well. Um, but like yeah. Cherry Blossom in that show, I don't know. There's, I don't know what it is. 
something about like a techno yeah. skateboard and like a Tony Stark-esque Friday relationship with his AI. I don't know. I don't know. And then the beef. What's the chef? Love- what's the chef name? Joe. Oh, I God. love Matcha Blossom. Oh, I'm telling Cherry. you, if you get her started on Matcha Blossom, you will not, you will not get off the Yeah, what's that? <laughs> okay well it has been it has been an absolute pleasure to have you guys on this podcast please please go check out Nakamano Anime uh, leave us a review here at Lords of Dorktown uh, make sure you get around the Instagram at Lords of Dorktown if you want to get in touch with us you can email us uh, at Lords of Dorktown at gmail.com and yeah just keep it dorky guys it's been a pleasure and we'll catch you next time bye bye Oh, that was fun. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that was that was really fun. So, um, did you guys just want me to send um, my audio, or do you want me to send everyone's audio, or you want just a whole episode? I can just yeah. I can just edit the whole episode and send that to you if you'd like. Yeah, honestly, if you just want to send us the whole episode, I'll just it'll literally can just be a replica onto our page and stuff too. That sounds not that we have a huge reach. No, that's fine, fine. That sounds awesome. I'll just do exactly that. Sorry about wrapping us up at the end. It's just I've uh, I've I've got it's like midday and I've still got so much to do. Oh my god! No, please don't apologize. We get it. I mean, it's the end of our day, and we're we're about to like dive into cosplay stuff so oh, you, oh i didn't even get to my cosplay questions because i've got so many because you're i'm gonna have to get you back on for another one like i'm sorry but i'll force you to come back yeah, you said. no um, no we listen this was a lot of fun yeah, i really enjoyed fun. this and i i haven't been able to see shannon in a long time um so we're just literally like chilling in her bed recording the podcast this was awesome yeah. uh I'm, i i had legit so much fun and i'll um i'll send this through to you maybe tonight I've, i'm gonna have a few more beers so that may be tomorrow morning but we'll see <laughs> that's okay i'm sending you my email right now before i forget uh awesome you guys are true legends and i can't wait to get you guys back on i'll catch you later thank you bye Bye. Bye.